0: Hello and welcome to Movies on the Side. This is Stephen Robles.
1: And this is Nate Baranowski.
0: And this week, we review the Christopher Nolan movie, Tenet.
1: We start by going completely spoiler-free and giving you our full review. And then we bring in someone who is inverted in
0: time. Yes, an expert in time travel and inversion.
1: We talk about the plot a lot, and I don't know if it's actually listenable podcast (laughs) material.
0: And most importantly, I talk about Seder's facial hair. It's so good. All that and more on Movies on the Side. Dice on um, the well, movie. Edis no Sivium. This week we reviewed the 2019 Christopher Nolan joint, Tenet. Not to be confused with Tenant. That's all I'm going to say now. This is the third intro
1: we've recorded. That's very good. It's spelled T E N E T. It's a palindrome.
0: For our listener, too, Nate and I are recording in person. We're so looking
1: you, at each other in the eyes across the you just very away long from my table. Eyes.
0: <laughs> I was looking at your eyes and you said it, and then you looked away. But if you notice a bizarre energy this episode, that's that's why.
1: That's it's a fear. Case.
0: Okay, <laughs> okay. This movie, I feel like we're going to have to do a spoiler horn. Oh, absolutely. Because there are things we we definitely need to discuss. So I want this initial review. To be quick. Right. I think we just need to, we need to plow through it. Yes. And so we're not going to do any spoilers before it, but I, I want to get to a rating and whether people need to see this movie or not. And many of the thoughts I have are post-spoiler because this movie, I don't even want to say what it, it might be about because that, that might give something away. So I'm not going to do that. All I'm going to say is the main actor, John David Washington.
1: The son of Denzel Washington. Are you for real? For real. I did not know that.
0: Shoot. Did you notice every once in a while he sounded a little Denzel-y? a little bit, but I, I just didn't even yeah. realize that. Well, That's anyway, I, I just want to say I liked him. This is mm-hmm. the first movie I think I've seen him in, and he is funny and witty, and I enjoyed watching his Cool, calm,
1: and collected. Yes. I liked Robert Pattinson, who plays Neil in this yeah. movie. Yes. I liked him as well. I would say he plays the, uh, in Inception, um what what's the guy? Joseph Gordon Levitt? Nope. The other guy. Well he is sort of the Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah, yeah. I know I picture him more like the guy who plays bane the Tom Hardy of oh, Inception. Oh yeah, the
0: Tom Hardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Hardy in Inception was a little like rougher though. Like he he was Yeah, you're right. He was more of a wrecking ball. But anyway, but I do
1: like Robert Pattinson in this movie.
0: And I loved that Michael Caine was in this movie for two minutes. <laughs>
1: A Christopher Nolan <laughs> obligation that he.
0: <laughs> some contract. But honestly, that scene had some of the funniest lines in the movie. You British don't have a monopoly on snobbery. You know. Well, not a monopoly, but more of a controlling interest. Can you box that up for me? Certainly not. This is what I want to say before the spoiler. Because if people are going to see this movie before listening to the rest of this episode,
1: we need to tell them how to see this movie.
0: You need to see this movie undistracted. Right. You need to you need to give it your full attention. Right. You need to understand it's a longer movie. Right. You're going to think it's coming to an end and it's not. Right. <laughs> a couple times. I suggest subtitles as well.
1: I think the sound mixing in this movie, yes. while fun, there are a lot of mumbled lines, which is I think is a Christopher Nolan thing, <laughs> and a lot of loud sounds yes. around.
0: But I do think The subtitles don't take away from the action scenes because I didn't see a lot of subtitles during the action. And the sound stuff during the action scenes is really the cool part. Right. It is confusing, but the feeling that I got, like in the middle of the movie, I was like, there is so much exposition that I feel barely explains anything. The movie almost felt like it was antagonizing me. Right. (laughs) Like the movie- Trying to
1: confuse you at the beginning.
0: Yeah, like it felt antagonistic- We don't even want you to understand what's happening. Right. We we just want you to sit there and take this in and form an opinion later, I guess. But uh, that was like, it bothered me sometimes because I genuinely wanted to understand it. Christopher Nolan is the guy who did Inception. Mm -hmm. He did Interstellar.
1: Interstellar. He did Memento.
0: Memento. Obviously, all the Dark Knight trilogy. So obviously, like, he's good at mind-bending-y action movies. Right. Which is... A favorite of mine. Like, I I love all those movies. And so I genuinely wanted to finish the movie and say, I get it. Now, like, after this movie, I'm like, maybe I get it. Right.
1: (laughs) I think. I think that's a big knock against Tenet for a lot of people. Not me, personally. (laughs) But that I have heard this review from people is that it feels purposefully antagonistic and meant to confuse you. Like oh yeah? You think you want to enjoy this movie just kind of without your brain? You dummy, you're going to need to think during this one.
0: <laughs> and like early on, there's a scene where he, this is not a spoiler, but he's with a lady who's kind of like basically introducing him like to this world. Right. And like several times, she's like, don't try to understand it. Like, it's just intuition. You just feel it. Just feel it. And like he would ask questions then and she's like, yeah, don't even worry about that. But <laughs> cause comes before effect.
2: No, that's just the way we see time.
0: Well, what about free will?
2: That bullet wouldn't have moved if you hadn't put your hand there. Either way, we run the tape, you made it happen. Don't try to
0: understand it. And anyway, later in the movie, too, there's characters where John David Washington has questions, like literally asks the question in the scene that we are thinking. That we are thinking. And then the other actors in the scene who understand this world better. Are like, yeah, we don't know. Nope. I'm who knows? Maybe, right. maybe not. And it's like, right. so and I like I'm fine leaving some questions open, but there was a lot.
1: There are a lot of questions that Christopher Nolan leaves unanswered, but I think he really likes you as the viewer walking away from it going. I need to go to the Reddit boards, and I need to, <laughs> or I'm going to form my own opinion. Remember how Inception ended? I'm not giving. I am giving spoilers for Inception here in the next ten seconds. Yeah. But at the very end, there's that spinning top. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're not quite sure is it's left. It starts to wobble. Is, is it, is a, is it a, dream? a dream? Is it not or, a dream? Right. right. And he could have had it like fall over, and that's the end, or have right. it, you know. But he likes to leave it open because he likes to give you that feeling of
0: it's not quite all settled. And I like. That kind of ending. Because it because you can then answer it yourself. Right. I feel like we don't even have enough information to answer ourselves how the world is at the end of this movie. Like, I don't know if I have enough information to know. And that'll be one of Maybe. my questions after the yeah. spoiler.
1: Okay. So I want to give my overall... This is before the final review, but I want to give the overall thing to people. Because I do recommend people watching... I do recommend people watch this movie. <laughs> I recommended you watch this movie because yeah. I knew... You, how your brain would enjoy this.
0: And also be driven mad by it. Correct.
1: <laughs> but I wouldn't recommend this movie to everyone. I think there are certain people who I want to go into a movie. Well, and you do this too. Want to turn my brain off. Want to just like. See the rock. See the rock. <laughs> jump into a burning building. That's right. I, so I often, like when giving reviews, when giving my recommendations for movies, I try to take into account, will this person enjoy it? And I have only recommended to a few people in my inner circle to watch this movie, because I know a lot just wouldn't enjoy it. It is sort of like, this movie is like an escape room, <laughs> because you either like escape rooms, mm-hmm. or you hate escape rooms. You either drag oh, yeah. to it with your like work employees before the, before their current times, <laughs> Or you're just going out seeking them, and this is not everyone's cup of tea. Right. But if it is your cup of tea, you're gonna love this cup of tea.
0: And I would say, if you've never seen Inception, I would almost say it's like a prerequisite.
1: Inception is like junior high, and this is college.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and there's nothing (laughs) when it comes to complications. Yeah, (laughs) right. Complication, but I would also say you like you really need to love Inception. Right. If you saw Inception and you were like, I'm not crazy about that movie, I don't think you should watch this oh, one. Oh,
1: correct, correct,
0: <laughs> if you, absolutely. If you had any mixed emotions about Inception. But if you like Inception or love it, I think you like this.
1: Now, I, wanna, I want you to answer this question because yes. I saw some behind-the-scenes stuff about Christopher Nolan shooting this movie. Yeah. Not, basically, no green screen. All on-site, all like massive sets, a wow. lot of IMAX cameras, a lot of stuff. What did you think about right. the cinematography of Tenet?
0: I loved it. I thought it looked great. And in every scene, I was like, this is real. Like, there is no special effects, apart from some of the action. But the scenes when they're on the water, too, like, there's not a lot of these, but the ships on the water, beautiful. Right. And, like, when the the windmills, like, you see the windmills in the ocean, I literally had to, like, stop and Google for a second. I was like, where is that? (laughs) (laughs) Because it was beautiful. But, yeah, I think this movie looks great. Right. And sounds great. As we'll probably talk about it in a second. Like the sound is Did is you awesome. use
1: those AirPod Max?
0: I didn't. Oh. I did listen in on a home pod and it was right next to my head. So it is it was good sound. Okay. But I might I still have a few more hours left on the rental. I might watch a couple scenes with that. But anyway, I think we should rate this movie. Okay. And get and then yeah, dive in. Absolutely. I want to rate it on a scale of zero to five oxygen masks. Mm-hmm because of all the insufferable things about this movie, <laughs> I don't like that one. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was an unnecessary complication. Right. <laughs> but from zero to five oxygen masks, I'm going to give this movie a three. Mm. I'm going to give it a three uh, to Tom. I'm going to give it a full number rating because the cinematography is great. Christopher Nolan actually had to like think about this plot. <laughs> a lot of planning. I like John David Washington's performance. I'm looking forward to seeing him in more movies. and. There were a couple scenes where apart from the weird plot devices that the actors really did a good job, especially like Sator and his wife, there are a couple scenes that are pretty intense and, right. and powerful. So but it is overly complicated and antagonistic to the viewer, and so I'm gonna give it a three. I'm
1: going to give Tenet four and a half oxygen. Masks. Oh my
0: goodness. That's I high.
1: watched this movie twice in twenty four
0: hours. No, wait. Is your rating in inverse or sorry. it is an,
1: It is the correct direction. <laughs> we'll explain that in a moment. Yes, four and a half. I I think I would say Inception to me is a perfect movie. I would give Inception a five. Yeah, and sure. I would say that this is not. This is no Inception. No, it's four and a half. Maybe four, but I think I'm going to stick with four and a half just because I love thinking about this world. Sure. Like, it gets a half bump just because I love contemplating, you know, there are a couple scenes, I bought this movie, so there are a couple scenes that I can kind of go back and, like, rewatch. and that interrogation scene is one of them. Yes. All right.
0: Spoiler horn here. We just sounded the spoiler horn, so we can talk about anything in the movie.
1: And time, like in Tenet, time has moved ahead, because we
0: now have a guest who is running in verse... We have a special guest joining us for the second half of this show. We do. This is her podcast debut, first ever. Never before heard. Oh, really? Podcast. No, I don't think so. Steven, who do we have here? My wife, Whitney <laughs> Robles. Say hi, Whitney. Backwards? Oh, uh, yes, yeah,
1: yeah, what is Whitney backwards?
2: No, hi backwards. Oh. <laughs> eh. I <Eich.
0: laughs> <laughs> Careful. Okay, so... We're talking about the rest of this movie. How, what percentage, Whitney, would you say you've seen of this movie?
2: Considering I was asleep through
0: much of it, That's I right. actually don't know.
1: So sort of an expert we brought in, right? That's right. So, A ringer.
0: <laughs> okay, so here's the, here's the thing. This movie, the plot device is what you would call it? Yeah. Is that there are devices that exist that you can inverse objects and or people.
1: Right. Their flow in time. Or reverse their entropy which looks to us as the viewers as if you're moving through time backwards.
0: But also when something is inverted, it is also going back in time because they go back in time.
1: Yeah, but time is relative, so back is just the opposite of what you as the viewer sees. Stop thinking if we were Whitty all moving Lane. if we were all moving backwards, we would be calling it forward and the person against us would be backwards.
0: Okay, but for the purposes of this movie, like they, they Literally have to go back in time to stop something from happening.
1: Or they have always gone back
0: in time to stop something from happening.
1: Depending how you look at it. This is the problem. You are thinking linearly.
0: <laughs> this is the problem I have with this movie. Uh-huh. Is that it is antagonistic. Mm. Like, it is, I don't know, it's just hard to understand. Do you feel like you get it? You saw this movie twice.
1: I do. I do feel like I get it.
0: Okay. Did you have, like, a mountaintop experience? Was no. Were there any no. plants involved?
1: No, I went to Reddit, which is the opposite of the mountaintop right it's the, it's the valley <laughs> it's the hole and i went down there and they have uh, graphics that show the timeline of different characters moving through this so i would okay. recommend for those who have seen tenet go take a look at least it helps me as a visual thinker to see how they move backwards and forwards through time in this movie because okay. people do multiple moves through the turnstiles like right i believe like Neil does it maybe four times, switches throughout this movie going back and forth.
0: Because then at the end, doesn't he say, like, you will recruit me in the future to John David Washington?
1: No, in the past, you already did recruit me. He says something beautiful, which is something to the effect of...
0: For me, I think it's
2: the end of a beautiful friendship. But for me, it's just the beginning.
1: Like, we will be good friends, but the protagonist doesn't know him yet that well
0: okay also side note the fact did you ever catch that like we don't hear the guy's name ever what guy the <laughs> the main the main guy john the David protagonist Russell, the protagonist of the i realized i didn't catch it i didn't catch it either until i saw the caption where it was him speaking and in parentheses above it all it said was protagonist where they would normally have like the character name mm-hmm. and it made me so mad that i didn't catch that they no one had named him yet. Right. And he had never said, My name is X. Right. And if I feel like I if I hadn't seen that caption, I never would have figured it out. I until might afterwards
1: just, your mind would have been blown. Until
0: I looked gone. on IMDb and it said right. it would say protagonist instead of right. character name and it made me mad. But anyway, everyone else is named in the movie, just him. He's just protagonist.
1: Right. Which anyway. Christopher Nolan says afterwards is like a homage to like these past movies where like man without a name and like the main character is this mysterious person that you don't know his past. You don't know his future. You just ride along with him in the present.
0: Oh, so l- let me just bring this up. Okay. So you sent me, at some point, uh-huh. the Seder Square. Yes. I didn't realize this was a real thing.
1: Right. Is this the artwork for this episode?
0: I-, I will for sure put it in here. Okay. Winnie, did you know about the Seder Square? Have you heard this in any like the history stuff that you've done? I have not. The Seder Square is apparently a five-word Latin palindrome. And in like this has been like observed multiple times in history across cultures and different locations, and on the Seder Square, which is a a real thing from antiquity, right, is this five word Latin palindrome, and the letters in English spell out Tenet, right, and Opera, Mm-hmm. and Arepo, yeah, which is the artist name that, right, and Seder, which is the bad guy in the movie, right, and once I realized that. Christopher Nolan just took all these names from the Seder Square. Right. Exactly. I both loved it and hated it at the same time. And
1: Rotas, which is the the company, the company name or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the scene where they you find out later that he's fighting with himself backwards and he yes. walks into that that uh room, the proving room, with the proving glass between the two turnstiles. Yes. And they see bullet holes and he says something to the effect of like what happened here? Neil says it. And pr- the protagonist says, it hasn't happened yet. And then the fight scene breaks out. Yes. I loved that.
0: It was fun. The proving window, A, I, I wish that there was a scene where someone looks in the proving window, which you're not supposed to go into the turnstile if you don't see yourself on the other side. Right. Because either, whether you're inversed or not, it'll either be future you or past you. And If you don't even see yourself, it means you don't get out of the turnstile. Right. So that's bad. I wish there was a scene in the, where in the proving window, you, someone didn't see themselves. And either, like, didn't realize what was happening and went in and, like, died, on the died, like, or, died whatever, like, yeah. or something. But that was interesting. But it was, it was also super confusing, especially with the, the interrogation scene uh-huh. where John David Washington's on one side, the protagonist. I've
1: seen this scene about eight times, by the way. And it's and I still
0: <laughs> don't quite get it. Because John David Washington is, like, in forward motion. Right. And then is on the other side with his wife. But they're, go- they're inverted. Right. But he is asking John David Washington questions and it's like this weird, you hear it in reverse and then it gets translated. Right. And then she gets shot. But then like, I don't understand because she gets shot. They bring her over to the forward entropy. They're like, she's dying because of something radioactive, whatever. And then they bring her back in the other side and she starts healing because she's going backwards in time now
1: because she was not, she was shot by an inverted bullet. Right. Meaning that the bullet was in the wall and came back out into the gun sort of thing.
0: But why, why would staying inverted help her get better?
1: So whatever your wounds are in whatever direction your, your entropy of your body is going, they needed to go the opposite way of that. So for example, if like you in this current form are aging, which is accurate. And let's say losing your hair was something that happened to you. If you went back, like reversed your entropy, you would get hair back. So they're saying that we need to make sure she's in the flow of time where the, she's not getting wound, like her wound isn't getting worse.
0: So then the whole temporal pincer movement army. Uh huh. They all go through a turnstile and start going backwards 10 days or something.
1: Half of the team ends up going forward and then coming back so that they can do the final battle in reverse. Right. And then the other half is going forward.
0: But they all have to go back to the event of Seder and his wife on vacation in Vietnam. And that's an event that happened previously. Right. So they they all had to go back to that. Well,
1: not everyone. Only his wife goes back to that moment. Because they they say on the boat before they go into the final battle, you need to keep going because they're all going in reverse. John David Washington says to her, you need to go back a couple more days so you can get back to Vietnam.
0: Right. I remember the couple more days.
1: Right. So she keeps going back further.
0: Right. Okay. Okay. So this
1: (laughs) has to be so confusing to our listeners because we are...
0: This is such a terrible movie to try and discuss. I'm now realizing... Like, all you could say is, like, mm, the action was fun. Okay, okay. Cool. No, yeah. We have
1: to talk about some bigger, broader things.
0: Okay, all right, very good.
1: So, there are scenes that I think are filmed and then flipped in reverse. The whole thing.
0: There has to be for some of the stuff. For some of the stuff. Yeah.
1: For example, John David Washington, the protagonist, enters reverse world for the very first time, puts on the, yeah, puts on the, the mask. mask and walks outside. <laughs> One
0: of the most ridiculous things about how lungs can't inverse, breathe, whatever
1: yeah didn't didn't need that at all but cool it was actually it was a good clue that someone was going backwards i think that's really all they needed that is some visual to be like if i see some guy in the car with a mask on
0: or they happen to be walking backwards
1: right (laughs) so the very first scene the protagonist walks out into the inverted world and kind of starts jogging and it looks funky and weird right 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 and that's because he filmed that scene jogging himself backwards and then they flip it around and i loved that sort of weirdness of him it looks like he's trying to learn how to like walk forward right but you can tell like they they stopped doing that later on well except for the gurney scene i think the gurney scene of them pushing after the plane explosion I think everyone's running backwards and then I, they flipped it. I
0: think it seems like the final action scene where you see people both running forward and backwards. They have to film that with yes. people running backwards. Exactly. But in that same scene you were talking about, he gets in the car and starts driving and when the wheels peel out, it's like this weird, the wheels going in the wrong direction, but right. the car is going forward. Like it's very strange, which I also feel like the physics don't all equal out.
1: Yeah, they throw out words like friction is backwards or whatever. And my brain can't, I'm maybe that's something Like I have no idea like Like steering I can't (laughs) tell you the steering's great like
0: energy is inverted so when Seder like blows up the car see John David Washington freezes I think that's
1: my least favorite thing of the whole movie weird is that I didn't need him to blow up a car and then have like jump to like you had hypothermia it's like okay
0: that was weird because I don't think that's how energy works but anyway it's like backwards day for kids that's right it is (laughs) opposite day yeah it's like
2: backwards day too yeah well you wear Uh, your pants
0: backwards what day was this (laughs) you know i missed this day crisscross crisscross applesauce i know that it was when we were inverted oh goodness wait was this in school like elementary school or something yeah you were Hmm.
1: i you wear your shirt shirt backwards or whatever
0: like you go to school like that at least i did you did that
1: too maybe that's a different thing for whitney maybe she's talking about something else
2: i don't remember if i did my pants probably my shirt
0: you walk backwards
2: yeah, of course we walked backwards. We walked backwards. You didn't walk backwards. You never
0: were inverted. I've never ever? heard of that. I've never never went through a turnstile. never heard of this at all.
2: Proving glass. Were you ever a child?
0: Maybe not. You came out but with that a is beard. A, that's a good question. <laughs> I may not have been. Uh, that might have been an inception dream, and then I just you know was born an adult. But anyway, I, w- I want to mention some of the action scenes just real quick. Yes, the fighting scene in the kitchen. This has nothing to do with it, inverted or not. But John David Washington in the kitchen. That was a great fight scene, and it like showed his physical prowess in fighting, that was
1: pretty he cool. He was sauntering through that kitchen. He he like <laughs> yes. used a cheese grater on a guy and then just kept walking. Oh,
2: I remember that. <laughs>
0: that was so gross it was but like cold. satisfying to me. Yes. <laughs> it was like just the fact that he made it out of that restaurant alive was impressive.
2: I thought about how sharp that cheese grater might be and kinda wished I had one. <laughs>
1: <sighs> See I didn't you said, "Oh, high-quality cheese grater." <laughs>
2: yeah, she's looking at all the utensils.
0: <laughs> like, that's a knife. Uh,
1: now, that's a cheese grater.
0: But but those things were cool, and then the like the final action scene was really cool, especially when they use like the inverted inverted like regular entropy stuff together, like there's a building that blows up and like the bottom <sighs> comes together first and then the top blows up or vice versa. Right. Like that was really cool.
1: I I thought that was all really fun stuff or the during that final scene where neil sees the rocks sort of yes jittering and he yeah. knows they came from somewhere right you know and they try to avoid getting hit by rocks that are reforming into a building well one
0: guy gets like stuck in a wall yeah that, like that, that was pretty cool so the ending they they stop the oh and first of all you know this whole thing is because they have to stop the equation from being sent to the future the
1: algorithm the,
0: oh, excuse I me i thought there were nine there are They're They're nine pieces of an algorithm, uh, equation, algorithm, algorithm, algorithm. algorithm. Okay. Yes, because if this algorithm is put together, uh huh, then you can make the world. When our powers are combined, <laughs> you can send the world you, inverted. Make it inverted. Right. Of right. The world around us.
1: Now, the uh, this took me a while to figure it out, but I think what Seder is doing, he's communicating with the future by burying time capsules like how you would just normally right then in some like on the internet post. (laughs) i think it's like just like on a forum being like i buried something at latitude longitude and then the future people right are getting it
0: it was a facebook message because that's the only thing that still exists right They're
1: they're picking it up putting back in inverted things inverted objects which for me are harder to understand than inverted people because if a gold sits in the ground for 200 years going the other direction it's then just instantaneously there so from satyr's side he digs something up gets his gold puts stuff back into a time capsule and lower it down and it's like an instantaneous thing from both sides, I feel.
0: I feel like the communication though, how does that work over time?
1: He was opening up like pamphlets like Dear Seder, We Love You,
0: <laughs>
1: Sincerely, comma, the future.
0: It's like love notes. Right, like back in like pen pals. It was like a mess like like the the Lake House. Remember that movie? If you put a message in a bottle, but it's inverted and you throw it in the ocean, does it come back or does it go forward?
1: Comes back to you. And you never wrote it. And you un- <laughs> you unwrite un- it.
0: If you put a Sudoku yes. In, yes. <laughs> completed right. in a bottle, and you right. throw it in the ocean, and it comes back. It comes
1: back to your hand. Is it blank? Yeah, because it comes back to your hand, and then you unwrite it.
0: So my, my biggest issue was, we touched on this before, is the end of the movie, like there should be two of him in the present right time, right?
1: Like there's some, at the very end, he goes back in time, founds Tenet. Founds? Is that the past tense of to found? I founded Find. an organization? Yeah, founded. I started one? I founded. I yeah, founded. Grammar expert? Found. Fanned.
0: <laughs> what was the sentence again? Ah, uh,
1: Okay. I found an organization. Is that the correct verb?
0: I started I it. I founded? I founded. You founded. I'm it. the founder. Right, I thought you meant like I find something, but <laughs> no, <laughs> like, no. Like, like a past. No, I, I founded it.
1: I founded Twitter back in two thousand, like that. Yeah,
0: Jack was, Dorsey would say that.
1: I founded it.
0: Right. Okay.
1: With an ed at the end, I don't yeah. even know what I was saying
2: before that. <laughs> oh, yeah. He found. He founded found tenant.
1: He founded tenant back in the past.
0: Wait a minute! Didn't they say? Didn't Neil say like if you interact with your past self?
1: You touch your past self,
0: but he's skin fought. to skin, he, skin. to skin. They he, got the suits. They
1: got the special suits. I mean, like it's it's a special suits, so you don't <laughs> annihilate yourself.
0: So I I texted you predictions. Uh-huh. I knew it was going to be John David Washington fighting himself, right, in the thing. I wish Christopher Nolan would have given us the who helped him in the opera house. You know, because they do. Scene. What do you mean they do
1: in the opera house? Yeah, he lo- the guy who helps him, right, as he runs away. You see that little orange thread. On the backpack, and so it was Neil. It was Neil that helped him in the opera house. Okay,
0: one last question. In the final fight scene, they're in the they're down in the hole. Uh huh. Josh John David Washington looks and he sees the orange thread on a backpack. Yes, on a dead guy, right? Yes, the dead guy is Neil. Correct. From the future, or from the past, from the future.
1: At the very end, we see Neil <laughs> go off, and he says, "Yeah." He's, he's, he asked yeah. the other guy. He said, "Could anyone else have opened that lock?" Right. And he goes, "Nope." So he knows now. Okay that's me i have to go back and do it john david washington's like man if you go back in there like you're gonna die sort of thing he's like nope that's my destiny is like
0: so when neil away. is walking away from john david washington at the end of the movie he's going to his death yeah or like right then like in a few minutes
1: yes. or like he's gonna go forward a little bit and he's gonna go back and then he's gonna go to his death there and he's gonna end up okay the ones helping them get into that room and then he gets shot
0: this movie's very hard to talk about so
1: the fact <laughs> Well, the fact that we saw him earlier and we saw the thread and we saw that he was dead, right, right. that's supposed to make that final goodbye with Neil a little bit more impactful because Neil right. knows and the protagonist knows, like, you have to go back and help us complete that mission, but you're not going to make it out.
0: Romance Corner.
1: Yes. Seder and his wife. I don't know if
0: they. <laughs> Did you see enough of them as a couple, the bad guy and his wife, to uh, judge their relationship?
2: I mean, initially, like, she's at dinner with the protagonist. Right. And like, he tries to kill him. I think, I mean, if you did that to someone I went to dinner with, I would question our relationship.
1: I love that what Whitney (laughs) has seen is the first half of this movie. yeah, And that she's going, you know what?
2: I think there's
0: some troubles
1: ahead (laughs) between these two.
0: Right. So other romance corner, do you think John David Washington should try to be with Sater's wife?
1: No, I don't think so. No? I don't think so. I don't think it was, I think it was more of, He's there like to protect her. He's more guardian angel than he is like future mm. future man in her life. Did I'll you s-
0: did you think so? I mean they were kind of painting it that way, but no, I didn't see it. Do
1: you feel like Seder and his wife should have worked things out or instead of killing each other? <laughs> let's talk uh, let's talk about her. let's talk about Seder in general.
0: Okay. Did there's you the find the bad, him a bad satisfying
1: guy. bad guy? Did you find his Russian accent? Did you find yeah, all of it?
0: I found his facial hair incredible because so good <laughs> his facial hair goes right up to his lip and there is not an empty spot anywhere around his mouth and i that it was like how <laughs> kids draw beards <laughs> <That's right. laughs> every time he was on screen i was like he has no visible skin until you get to like his cheek, like his beard was like perfect. You could have said this before the spoiler horn,
1: and now people are going to have to listen through all of that garbage <laughs> to get to this golden nugget here. <laughs> I
0: just thought that was so interesting. Anyway, he was extremely menacing, and when he talks about what he's going to do to John David Washington, which I don't think you saw that scene, but he basically no, it's, it, that's the, the the dinner scene. Well, there's the dinner scene with Seder's wife and John David Washington. And then there's the later dinner oh, scene a later one, where right. Seder's like, this is how I'm going to kill you. How do you want to die when i <laughs> Did you old? see that scene?
2: I don't think I ever saw a seder. <laughs> <laughs> Like At okay. the beginning, I thought you were talking about like a, a Jewish Seder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a good point. No.
2: Wait, didn't you say like a Seder plate or something? Or what were we just looking at? The Seder the, stone? The, the, the Seder square? <laughs> the Seder square. <laughs> yeah. I thought we were talking about, like, Passover.
1: Let me tell you something. I feel like like one of the hosts right now is inverted, and I think it's Whitney. She's moving yeah. in the other direction, yes. on the other side of the proving glass.
0: Yeah. Anyway, to answer your question, I'll say, yes, yeah, Sater was a great bad guy. He was also great because at the end, when we know his wife is acting, right, but he actually, you can see, like, oh, maybe... Like, we still have a relationship. Right. Like, you can see him kind of believe that, and I thought that was a good acting job on his part. Do you like him? Yeah. I thought he was, he somehow brought
1: this menacingness, but not necessarily a physical, because like, he's like older guy, right. but yet, like, his like temperament was so, like, at any moment, he could, yeah. like, he grabs that gold bar, and, like, the guy that stole a gold bar from him
0: just beats them with I'm it. Traveled. The movie kept trying to say, no, 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 this isn't time travel. This is entropy. This is inversion. This is inversion. But practically, what they needed to do was affect the past. And they were also like fighting the future, these faceless, bad people in the future. Right. So I feel like it's still time, time travel. Traveling. It's right. still time travel.
1: And I think the main time travel thing in this movie is that when you go back in time... You have already gone back in time. You have already changed things. It's that that Denzel Washington making You Can Save Her on the, the Fridge in Deja Vu. And like he knows mm. to do that because he already saw... Like, it's the grandfather paradox. Right. And I think this movie leans hard into the like, wait, how would you know to do that if you hadn't done that before? How would you know to start Tenet unless you learned about Tenet from when you had started before? <laughs> I think it leans into a lot of times going, it's a
0: paradox. Yeah, it leans into too much. You think it's too paradoxy for you? Well, because so we recently saw Back to the Future. Sure, Michael J. Fox and the de- the plot device of he's in the past and he's messing with his parents' meeting, right? And the direct result of that is he wouldn't exist if his parents don't get married and have kids. And he starts disappearing. And he starts disappearing. Like that is one to one clearly. Like, we can see what would happen. Right. Now, in Back to the Future 2, they screwed it all up because they talk about, like, multiple timelines and all this kind of stuff. Right. But this movie is not talking about multiple timelines, but they do talk about duplicate people existing right. at the same time.
1: If this movie was Back to the Future, what it would look like is Michael J. Fox going back to his parents, uh-huh. and it turns out that his parents, they told, had told a story about a kid they met a long time ago before he even jumped back. And that he never actually changed anything because well, what he changed when he went back already was changed the first time. Like that's the kind of time travel that this movie says is that you never really changed anything because by going back, if for example, right now if someone were to time travel back to us and right. say something to us, yes. and like then leave us. Right. And then we find out later it was us time traveling from the future. When when we when we are in the future and we mm-hmm. jump back, we will have already had that memory of us visiting right. us. Like right.
2: Like right now. No, I get it. If I you it. think about
1: time traveling to go see eight year old Steven right. back in the day mm-hmm. and popping up. He's playing Sonic. If you don't remember yourself appearing to yourself in eight years old, it means you never time traveled again. It back didn't to yourself, happen. Right. Right.
0: right. Yeah, I think I
1: that's the kind of I I like that view of time travel. Is that if you don't remember it happening, it didn't happen.
2: So, can you make the decision not to time travel back? Or is it predestination?
1: I think so. I think you can say, well, because like right now, if you were to say, listen, if any of us can time travel, let's time travel back to this moment and poof, be here in the middle of this room, you know, mm-hmm. on the January, whatever. I don't yeah. know what day it is. We'll be a little confused, but 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hop into this. And if we don't come back to this moment, that means we never did. Time travel back.
0: Right. I get it. And that means at no point in the future could we ever decide to come to this moment.
1: Right. We would never even have the opportunity to come to this moment, I guess. Right. Because we forgot about this moment next week. Anyway. Do you like the characters in this movie? I would say this movie is low on character development because it's very busy with its plot.
0: Yeah, because it's got to explain stuff to you
1: constantly. It's got a lot of exposition.
0: I just want to see John David Washington in something else because I like him. Yeah. And I would see the Seder character as a bad guy. I would love to see these same actors in a different movie. One that's less
1: complicated. So you did not enjoy the complications of this movie.
0: I was trying so hard to understand it that at times, like when we get to action scenes, Uh I had to either dismiss trying to figure anything out Uh or be driven crazy. So if
1: you're in problem solving mode, you sort of leave entertainment mode behind. Is that what you're kind of saying? You either got to choose one of two modes: it's work time or it's play time. But
0: because there's so much exposition, like they want, it's like the movie wants you to think about it. Uh So I'm constantly, as they're talking, like, okay, so they're going back and like they're trying to explain what Uh they're doing and what they have done, and you uh, you concentrate so hard on that, and then it gets to an action scene. It's like, well, I can't. I'm not going to keep concentrating on what I just heard. So I either have to forget, like it's like a palate cleanser. This is a palate cleanser? The
2: action scenes are a palette cleanser oh, yeah. for the next to the, scene. To the problem solving. <laughs> yeah, and like that is. You got to see so a car true. uncrash.
0: Yeah, like that's cool. You
1: just. W- so would you say to people, I mean, you gave it a three.
0: I give this three.
1: You've gave many other things a three and a half. Mm. Like there are. We could list the number of movies you've put above this movie. So you're saying, no. So not, the, like, not, my, not a good movie.
0: So movies like Inception. The Matrix, like with the first time you see it, those movies were interesting enough that I wanted to see them again. You told me you saw this movie twice in twenty four hours right. when you got it. And so I was fully expecting to want to see it again soon after so I could try and figure it out again. Like I gotta say, I don't know if I desire to see it again now or But not again. because
1: you figured it out the first time. You just feel like you don't really find wanting to figure it out satisfying.
0: Yeah, I feel like I would be doc from back to the future like i would just be like this crazy person if i was like really just trying to figure it out Mm -hmm. and i think i understand for the most part i just think there's lots of holes in the world that christopher nolan created in the plot and like admitted holes because neil at multiple times is like yeah grandfather paradox yeah it doesn't matter yeah don't think linearly it's like Mm -hmm. okay well just dismiss it all and that's it but anyway would you want to see this again
1: we, uh, no, I'd no, like to see no, it for no. the first time. No, yeah, I was just <laughs> saying, do you want to see the second 50% of this movie?
2: I, I imagine I missed more than 50% because I was nodding off a lot, right, and right, right. I thought you were stopping the movie when I fell asleep, but you oh, didn't. Oh,
1: yeah, let's get into that in this podcast. <laughs> yep.
0: Well, she trusted you to pause it when, when her eyes were closed. I didn't know you liked the cheese grater scene that much, really. <laughs> I would have saved the rest of the movie. Have you got a lemon no, press? No, no. Jeez. <laughs> I did. You got your lemon press. <laughs> she liked the idea of like, man, that's a good cheese grater. That's a sharp cheese grater. Good kitchen utensils.
1: There's a set decorator out there that knows exactly what kind of cheese grater that was.
0: All right, so last question. Talking about time travel, I don't know uh-huh. if we've asked each other this question on the podcast before, but if future you could travel back to right now and tell you when you were going to die, would nope. you want
1: <laughs> well, Sorry, I couldn't hear the rest of the question because <laughs> Whitney was saying no to it. Would I want him to?
0: Would so, I want yeah, future to? you from twenty forty nine comes back to today. Says this is when you're going to die, and or this is how you're going to die.
1: I definitely don't want to know how.
0: <laughs> you don't want to know how? Here's no. Here's what I
1: want. Here's what I want to know. I would I would say to my future self, Do I die in the next thirty years? And then I'll get a yes or no. How about that?
0: No specifics. No specifics. <laughs> next thirty years.
2: I feel like if you found out how you were going to die and it was remotely traumatic, you would have PTSD before anything ever occurred.
1: Pre-TSD.
2: <laughs> Pre-TSD. It's like inverted in- PTSD. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> it blew my mind. Okay, here's the thing. What if future you said, yeah, I'm sorry, you drown?
0: Oh. In quicksand.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. But if you like, you drown, it turns out you're 85 and you drown in the shower accidentally.
0: <laughs> but... But you don't know that. A shower you did so not you, clear the clog, but, and so it filled with water. So, if, But if you found out,
1: if, yeah. you, if your future you said, hey, Steve, you died by drowning, you would never take another bath. Not that you're taking a ton of baths now. We don't even have a bath in our... Room. You would never swim in a pool. You'd never go to the beach. Like, there'd be so many things of water. You'd see a puddle on the street and be like, I might trip and go head first in <laughs> that thing. It would destroy you.
0: And we live in Florida. There's a lot of rain. Yeah.
2: A lot of puddles. If, even if it was a simple death, like... Uh, like a vehicular death, like you'd be terrified to drive you know, the all the
0: time. Vehicular
1: death.
2: <laughs> I mean, I four. Yeah, it's a it's a <laughs> it's fact of greater, life. Greater, greater you would never chance. drive
1: again. The only the only answer that would be acceptable is how do I die?
0: Old age. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in my sleep. That's the only answer I want. Well, Sorry,
1: no, yeah, if, if, like. no. If he said in your sleep, you would be no. like, "I'm never sleeping again." No, that would be fine.
0: If you knew, if it but was, what if
2: you were dying in your sleep because somebody was killing you?
0: You were snuffed. Wow, you were (laughs) snuffed by. I thought Seder was bad. (laughs) (laughs) That's intense. No, I
1: don't think their relationship was very good because they (laughs) weren't at the dinner together.
0: So Whitney's heard the. You know what? Shouldn't they be the ones going to dinner together, working on their marriage? Listen, if the answers was in your sleep when you were eighty five, that'd be great. Like like I would settle for that answer.
1: Listen, if that's the answer, that's fine. But there are countless other possibilities of what the answer could be, which is awake at 42, and then you'd be like, well, bummer.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so not how. I wouldn't do how. Would you do when? I would like to know what decade of years. Like, is it 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s? I think 50s. I think that. Okay. What a future you cared enough to come to today, you and try to tell you something, so you know future you is dabbling in the past. What would F- you say to that?
1: Future her could be doing a foolish thing.
0: What? <laughs> you now saying you don't want to dabble in the past? What a future you walked in the door and said, "Listen, I'm Whitney from twenty years from now, and I need to tell you something."
1: And you look great, twenty years. From Absolutely.
0: Now. And what what would yeah. you say? Like, what would you say? Like, I don't dabble in the past or future. Get out of my house. Or would you listen to what you had to say because it was you.
1: Would you would you trust yourself from the future?
0: I don't know. Would you trust your future you?
1: Yeah, I trust my future you. I think I would too. No, no, I'm no, not sorry. So. Not my, not your future you. I trust
0: my future. <laughs> you, you would trust me.
1: Here's what I would a little be. I would be a tiny bit concerned that future me was all about present me avoiding pain, which I'm because like because <laughs> I'm not sure future me knows what he's changing by having me do something by warning me. Well, that's mm-hmm. the monkey's paw. He's dabbling in the past. Like Mm. like what Whitney is saying. That could be bad for him.
0: (laughs) That is true. She dusts
1: away. Avenger style. Right. Anyway. Tenet. Tenet. Palindrome.
2: I get, though, struggling to take the mental energy to figure something out when you think it may be illogical. And that also would bother me with Tenet. I would hate to waste all of that mental energy.
0: (laughs) I think, and that's the explanation, too. Like, me trying to try so hard to understand and thinking that even if I completely understand what the movie's trying to tell me, but it is still full of holes. And so I would never like say, well, you
1: know what I mean? No, but here's the thing. This is, this is what I have that you don't. I trust Christopher Nolan because I think the guy is brilliant enough to, even if it's not the way I would think of time travel, I truly believe he has thought through his premise enough to, like make whatever he's making cohesive with itself i don't think there's anything that we could l- watch the movie a couple times and look at and be like that eh, plot hole he i think it's something that whether they say no i'm using it to explore what a paradox is is that you know it ha- does not have a beginning or an end it's right, a right. circular thing
0: i'll I- to look at some of those timelines on reddit i think you'd enjoy it listeners you can tweet at Nate and i our handles are in show notes You can give us a five-star rating in Apple Podcasts. We'd appreciate that. And let us know what you thought on social media, Add Movies on the Side, everywhere. And, like we always say, I realized we're both working for me.
1: (laughs) Don't try to understand it. Feel it.
0: This week, we reviewed the 2019 Christopher Nolan movie, Tenet.
1: And I'm Nate Baranowski.
0: I'm Stephen Robles, and welcome to Movies on the Side.